0: On today's episode of Shootin' the Breeze, we break down weather in the media, talking about everything from our favorite weather-related books, video games, and movies. And that means we're probably going to have some of our favorite quotes from the movie Twister. So sit back, relax, and let's shoot the breeze with your local weather authority. everybody welcome to episode two of shooting the breeze whoever thought we would get this far <laughs> <laughs> i had my doubts
1: a <laughs> big triumph right
0: oh uh, it feels good though yeah
2: we, uh, we forgot to bring in the fanfare because of COVID 19 social distancing and all that stuff so uh, maybe down the line we'll have a little celebration for that maybe yeah
0: i've already been celebrating we <laughs> did one episode and i was thrilled No, no, thank you uh, for joining us. This is Episode 2, Shooting the Breeze with your local weather authority. I'm Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates, joined by Molly
2: Naisland. You nailed it. Yes.
0: And Adam Sherwinski. Hello. He's the newbie. But Adam's story, I'll tell you what, last week's episode. I loved every minute of it.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of comments uh, about it from both our uh, news director, but also from uh, my parents. My mom was like still listening through half of it, and she's like, "Oh, I just it brought back memories." I'm like, "Not good ones, right? No, not good ones. But brought back memories." <laughs> and we even talked about it on the phone about the a couple of times, uh, just some of the stuff that happened uh, during that time period, which I won't get into too do too much detail because this is about a different topic. But she was a uh, she was she was interested in it. She liked the uh, the whole thing, so.
0: It was fun. It was good to get to know you a little bit better and uh, kind of discover things we didn't know about each other. So that's Mm -hmm. always uh, cool. For those who are listening, um, we probably see each other uh, maybe, well, before this, it was maybe once a month as a whole group. Mm -hmm. And it would only happen when there was bad weather or a a station meeting.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. usually when we all see each other, everyone in the station gets nervous. Because we're usually here for something weather-related. Every
0: time I walk into the station, usually the sales department, Their eyes get real big and they go, "Uh uh-oh, what's going on? (laughs)
2: Chris is here before 1230. What's
0: happening? Uh, Anyway, so let's get back to the uh, the topic on hand. Um, We're going to talk about, uh, you know, weather in the media and uh, kind of our favorite books, video games, and weather-related movies. Now, Adam's brought with him a book, uh, and I haven't read it, so I'm going to let Adam kind of take away with what he's... Well, I haven't read
1: enough of it. I actually put it down, and then I forgot I was reading a book for a long time. Um... But no, uh, most books, when I think of weather books are usually like textbooks from college or, uh, one I've got with me is a weather f- forecasting guide and talks about the science of weather, different phenomena. But I actually have a book right here with me called Storm Kings by Lee Sandland. He is an author who wrote about, um, storm chasing before the United States was even really a country. Uh, when people were still here, the colonials or it was all colonial, but they were witnessing this phenomena that didn't see a lot in Europe. They didn't see a lot, in a lot of places, um, Tornadoes, we call them tornadoes, obviously. Well, America is one of the few countries in the world that get the most tornadoes. I mean, Argentina, I think, and England are the two other spots that get a lot of tornadoes as well. But we get a lot of documented ones here in the U.S., we're like the tornado capital of the world. So, when the colonists get here, they, they're they seeing all this wild weather, not really able to describe it. It's a combination of them describing this phenomena and also trying to figure out what it is while also storm chasing on horseback to figure out what these things are um so a lot of the stuff i looked through some of the pictures here a minute ago and they've got photographs from well before i was born and i think any of us were born
0: chasing on horseback Mm -hmm. i would say that sounds crazy but it is definitely something that i'm sure is done routinely in wyoming (laughs) Uh, and i I probably could verify that i have to reach out to a few folks back in cheyenne but Um, i'm sure it still happens
2: yeah that that wouldn't surprise me no (laughs) no
1: they, uh, one of the bigger characters that they talk about, or figures they talk about, and it's not really characters, it's more of a, just as this, this is what the world was like back then for weather. Um, Benjamin Franklin was mentioned a couple times. Um, so there are figures in science that are in the 1700s and 1600s. Uh, they talk about how the term tornado came to be and how it's based off another Spanish word, torn, tornado, which is kind of like, to twist, well, tornadoes twist. So it's kind of, they talk about the the translation of it being from what we know as a tornado to something they didn't really know how to describe. Everyone knew what lightning and thunder was, but they didn't really know what, how to explain what a tornado is since Europe doesn't get as many as we do here in the U.S. So,
0: good book so far. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Um, there was a book, I had not really had a chance to read it yet, uh, but it was a memoir by uh, Tim Samaras, and so I'm looking forward to picking that one up. Um, for those who didn't know, I actually, um, before I got my first TV job, I I'd spent a week chasing with him and his Twistex crew, so that was kind of a a cool experience to watch how he did it and I, if there was ever a person who can tell you when and where a tornado was good going to be almost to the minute he would do it and so i probably learned more in that one week chasing with him than i did uh, probably through most of my mesoscale meteorology class <laughs> and a lot
1: of <laughs> meteorologists will agree that tim was up there, he mm-hmm. was a, really good at what he did.
0: Yeah, what they did, what they were doing in Twister. I mean, he basically did just smarter and uh, with actual stuff that works. <laughs> so, kind in no no sending your truck into a tornado for it, right? To, to get and the not data.
2: not coated with little little pop can exactly uh, wheels right? Exactly. Right,
0: so yeah, anyway, uh, um, there's a lot of documentaries and stuff on his work, and uh, it's uh, he's got quite a story to tell. And hopefully, we'll maybe we'll kind of go into an episode of that at a later date. Um, Molly, would you have any of your favorite readings, books, uh, movies, video games? Even? Not
2: so much uh, books. As Adam said, a lot of our meteorology career, bookwise, is full of textbooks and stuff like that. So. And those
0: textbooks always have equations. <laughs> like.
2: No, Chris, I'm not past that yet. We don't bring up this stuff. It's
0: like <laughs> the Greek alphabet. You 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 think you just checked out a book at a Greek. You know, library yeah. or yeah.
1: something. I've yeah. shown I, I, at my old station before I left. I wrote a bunch of the equations on the board just to mess with them. And I was in a lab coat because they've got me a lab coat co- before I left because like I'm the station scientist. And so I'm writing these equations. I'm like, this brings me back. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, not for the right reasons for college.
2: <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna <laughs> dynamics, wipe this no, off not the dynamics. board. <laughs> um, we were talking a little bit earlier. Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. especially the new game, Red Dead Redemption Two. Some of their thunderstorms that they have coded in are gorgeous. They look realistic. They look lifelike. Um, They end in like five seconds because it is a video game and time is not real in a video game. Um, But just some of the scenery that comes out of some of these newer video games especially is just so gorgeous. It's so lifelike. Um, Definitely. uh, So I was the vice president of Severe Weather Club when I was in college and we watched Twister at least once a semester and may or may not have been chuckling about some of the inaccuracies happening <laughs> during the entire time. Uh, we did watch Into the Storm one year. That was also a good one to watch.
1: I wasn't a fan of Into the Storm. I think it's the one weather movie I was like, I don't like this.
2: That I don't like the subplots that yes. get put into some of these movies. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What I will say, though... Um, Probably the most accurate depiction they had was actually all of the little uh, different stereotypical storm chasers. They got them all covered in there, from mm-hmm. your hardcore researchers mm-hmm. to your to your news media chasers to your documentary chasers to T- your backwood redneck <laughs> chasers. <laughs> yeah. They got them all in there, they and did. I'm like, at least they nailed that to a yeah, T. Yeah, that was yeah. perfect. <laughs> There's a little bit of everything in that <laughs> one,
1: yeah. I, I liked the animation of it and stuff, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, that's not— that wouldn't happen, but it's still interesting to like watch and just. I like what movies can bring out a lot of things that we know couldn't exist, especially in meteorology. And just say we're gonna make them exist for right now for entertainment purposes. And the people who don't normally indulge in meteorology, like meteorologists, are probably like yeah, that's fine. Whereas us, we're like grinding our gritting our teeth, like uh, this is supposed to be for entertainment and not meant for me. Yeah,
0: that's something that I just always remember when you're kind of sitting back watching those yeah. cool movies. You're just in it for the ride. Um, I think. There was one I forced myself to watch. It came out recently, uh, Geostorm.
2: <gasps> yes. I have not seen
0: that one either. I try. I, I think I was, I it was two minutes in, and I was like, what the bleep? And then I'm like, this, "No, this is not right." Was that
2: the one with the satellite that controlled the yes, weather? The yes, that satellite controls the
0: weather. I'm a, I like Gerard Butler, so I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch it." And I knew going in, I'm like, "This is not going to be good." <laughs> but I'm like, "I'll watch it. It's a disaster flick, and I always get a kick out of those." And um, so I'm like, "I'll watch this one too." But I'm like, oh, "This is. It was the worst disaster flick. It and it's was not, so bad. It was not, not a, nothing to do with the actors. This is just a terrible." terrible plot I speaking of disaster
1: uh, plots uh, in uh, the day after tomorrow mm-hmm. that was what I like I think I like that's when I first started kind of like going towards that being afraid of weather into interested of it um, and I just remember we watched it one time uh, it was a group of us a meteorologists in uh in uh, our kch the hall we lived we were lived in basically um, we did our studies in and we were watching it and I'm like And I asked one of the upperclassmen, how much of this is kind of accurate? And he's like, more than you think, but less than you would like. And I'm like, ah, that makes sense. Like, what, the three hurricanes that came from, like, the three major big giant hurricanes that were the size of a continent coming down from the Arctic? And I was like, that's – It doesn't work. Ow.
2: I love the – anime. since that is an older movie, I love the animation – just the disconnect between the globe animation and the actual hurricane graphic that they use, just the actual disconnect and mm-hmm. how those two are flowing, yeah always makes me laugh.
0: They had the, and I mentioned this before we started, about the where there was a quote there where Dennis Quaid is trying to explain, because somebody asked him, I think it was the guy, whoever plays the NOAA rep, says, isn't the air supposed to warm up when it descends? And then he goes, yeah, but it's sinking too quickly. My like, science doesn't work that way. Uh, so they were saying like it was like minus 100 degrees Celsius up there, which the which at the tropopause uh, is typically around minus 60, which means that once you and once you bring that all the way down to the surface, it would actually probably climb to over 100 degrees mm-hmm. once it you know if when it's all said and done, by the time it gets down to the ground. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, that's not the way this works, and yeah. so, um, but. Uh,
1: I like the twisters in L.A. They have like a million twisters. That was in cool LA. looking. I'm like, it looks cool, and I mean, no, and no one in L.A. knows how to react to tornadoes like that. So it's like, yeah, it's cool. Also, imagine that. Be, like a lot of it's imagine that being real. Obviously, it's not, but it's just like L.A. would not be able to handle even probably two no. at a time, not no. even one almost. A but real, real one.
0: Another good, just a good disaster flick in general.
2: Yeah. Um- Hurricane Heist was a good one. uh, See, I (laughs) haven't
0: heard of this one until you mentioned
2: it. I saw clips
1: of it in the theater, but I didn't watch it.
2: it, So the whole plot is there is a Treasury Department in, like, the Gulf area. And they're moving the supply in the Treasury because there is a hurricane on the way. It's in the direct path. They want to make sure everything is safe. Turns out one of the dudes is an insider and is like, I'm going to take all of this for myself. And... Another guard finds out, and she teams up with a synoptic meteorologist, and they try to stop this guy. And the one scene that made me laugh so much was when the hurricane passes over a mall, and they're saying that the pressure in the eye is so low that it's going to suck you right out of a building. I'm like, wait, no, hang on, back up a second here. What?
1: That's, uh... That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Speaking of another disaster movie, um, Sharknado. I don't know... <gasps> I just know so many people I went to school with that loved it, and I'm just sitting here like, it's so bad. like, it's so bad, it's good. I'm like, it's just bad. But it's the, rough to watch. The
2: best part is how le- much more likely that is than any of the other flicks that we have watched.
1: Because tornadoes have been known, if they go over water, to pick up fish and pick up frogs. Mm-hmm. So it is a possibility, but they'd have to be one, uh... One heck of a storm, though. Do you, to pick it's a up a very,
2: shark? very coordinated tornado. Very. It is, yeah.
0: And notice how they always just, just end after they're done attacking you. So, like with Twister, at the very end, right? They're hunkered. They got that. E, You know that it yep. wasn't the EF scale wasn't around yet. It was the F scale, right? And anyway, so they're hung. They're holding on, and all of a sudden, it just as soon as it it hit them, it's just gone. Now tornadoes do dissipate pretty quickly, but and then the skies part. I mean. It's just like uh, convenient, convenient, Convenient. very convenient. Hmm. No rope out stage. No, No.
1: that whole movie though. There's some of the things that they do. Didn't they get underneath a uh, a bridge one time? And I was like, that's not a good. No,
2: no, we don't do this. We don't do that. It was a
0: small bridge, but yes, they. uh, It was a little tiny like walkway bridge over uh, a ditch over a ditch. But yeah, still you don't do that
1: ditch. Yes. Bridge no.
0: Mm-hmm. Ditch is good. Lay ditch down. Is good. They actually would have been better just kind of laying down yeah. in the ditch with their hands covered. And then they even talk about it at some point in that movie about how uh, grabbing your ankles, sticking your butt in the air is the safest place to get zapped by lightning. I don't know if that's such a good idea. I, either.
1: Don't, think so either. I don't think so either. Crouch down. <laughs> Got to put do your the hand
0: lightning over your crouch. head. Crouch. Lightning crouch knees together. You don't want the uh, shock. Basically, if you get struck or the, if it strikes near you, it goes in one leg. Through your knee down and out back to the ground instead of going up through your heart, so that's kind of what that's kind of the plan. You want to keep keep your knees together, and hopefully you you know you don't want to zap. Create
2: the, a closed circuit that yes, keeps your heart out keeps of it. your heart out of it. I
1: still like the part where they pick up he picks up the dirt, sniffs it, looks at the sky.
0: <laughs> oh, I've got that clip coming up.
1: I love that clip. That's such a good clip because it's just you know, <laughs> that movie has just got a lot of parts. It's just so quotable too. And I we, we I mean we sent stuff to you about it so we could play them. And there were some ones that I was like, I can't, I couldn't justify not putting it in this podcast.
2: So I remember, Chris, this is actually right before I started working here, because you had asked me to come storm chasing, and I was already going with a couple friends of mine. We played the song from Twister that they all initially start chasing at at the very beginning of the movie. We played that song in my friend's car as we are trying to intercept this line of thunderstorms, and we blasted it through the windows while it was still nice out. So we had our own little twister moment.
0: I will most definitely chase any time with a soundtrack yeah. to this movie. Yes, Van Halen blaring through any type of speaker system.
1: When we were uh, in Colorado, I think, one time. We were, or no, it was when we were in Kansas. It was our first storm of the chase. And uh, we turned on like opera music while watching, like not opera, but like orchest- orchestral, beautiful music while looking at the shape of the storm. And I'm like, this kind of reminds me of Twister. And then as we were going back and forth between, between storms, we had the radio on too, so they had some like
0: rock and roll in there. I'm like, that's more what we should be doing. <laughs> so my wife, when 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 I when my wife and I first got together, we, we chased together, and we'll, I mean, we don't do it as much as now, obviously, because we're we got we're all adults now with kids and. Uh-huh. And so we don't get to so we don't get to to do it as often when it comes to chasing. So what we're what she did was when we first got together, she made a tornado uh, or a storm chasing playlist. Oh yeah. It was pretty good. She had a lot of Van Halen and stuff in there. And then she had I'm kind of veering off topic here, but she she had Texas tornado. And I'm like, <laughs> Boy, this is a downer. <laughs> so that one's no longer on the list, at least not on mine. I think it's still on her well, she's like it says tornado and I'm like, No, 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 no. This is no. a I, I'm my I was going 65. I'm now going 45, and I'm yeah. <laughs> no. Ruins a chase day. It huh? does. I was like, boy, he this he just, just put a the damper on to it. A I was like, ruins a day. I haven't even had a chance to blow a forecast yet, and I'm already getting bummed out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. So we did get. Um, you guys sent me some of your favorite clips or sound bites from Twister. So let's go ahead and uh, play a few of these, and we can kind of talk about them a little bit.
2: Cow. I gotta go, Julia. We got cows. Oh. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same
0: one. <laughs> uh, that was just good.
1: That we uh we I would know. In college, we used to quote Twister all the time. He's, uh, there's another clip I think I sent, uh, Chris. That's the one we quote all the time to each other. Go ahead and play it.
0: Jonas, son of a bitch.
2: Who is that, honey?
0: Jonas Miller, he's a nightcrawler. We all started out in the same lab, but Jonas went out and got himself some corporate sponsors. He's in it for the money, not the science. We always say that to each other when we
1: get a new job. You're in it for the money, not the science.
0: So yeah, we all know there's. There are. I, I don't know if they're corporate chasers, but they are chasers that go out and they work for you know, uh, you know, bigger companies and weather forecasting offices. But you no, know, there is a lot of research. But for a long time, and I haven't been out chasing as often. But it, there was always this. You can see the organized groups. Be. Um, I'm not trying to demonize the vortex too. Team, which mm-hmm. they you know they were doing some really good re- research on Loving tornado stuff. genesis. Yep, but the you know for if you were just a, an up and coming chaser, you can kind of you'd be like they're in it. But I'm like, eh, but they're it was, not, but, they, but are, they got all yeah. the nice vehicles, yeah. the nice equipment.
1: I remember one time I was uh, chasing out here in uh, Western Illinois years ago when I was still in college, and a buddy of mine. We were driving, we stopped, we're like, you know, we're done. Let's just take a quick break, look at the sun. You know, the sun's starting to set. But the storms were, that we were chasing was kind of dying out. We just see these cars with the fancy suit up stuff just driving right by. I go, shoo, shoo, shoo. and I'm like, huh? I wonder if they're chasing what's left of that storm. So we just sit there, look around, take some pictures. Two minutes later, opposite direction. Come I'm back! Like, we were right. We were right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're in it for the money. They missed <laughs> as it. We
0: joke as we joke. No, uh, no, that's funny. Uh, how many of you time? How many times have you driven by the out storm chasing and have quoted that we've got cows?
2: Yes, plenty, plenty, yes. plenty. Yeah.
0: There was one time. To- <laughs> this was out in Kansas near Hoxie. If I'm saying that correctly, Hoxie, Hoxie. I can't remember what, how to pronounce it. And uh, tornado came through. Level defense, and we got cows in real. Like, honey, we got cows. <laughs> and that it it came out that way. But I was not in an, it. Was n- I was not intending to <laughs> to quote the movie. And we both once it clicked, we both just lost it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, wow. <laughs> Oh, all right, let's take a look. And of all people to send me this one, <laughs> this was Molly's doing.
2: Uh-oh. Hi. The suck zone <laughs> It's the point
0: basically at which the twister sucks you up. Um, prior to this movie, I don't know if that was ever a term ever used.
2: It is now. That it game. is it's now. Official. We it's official. It's official now. The suck zone of
1: yes. a tornado. Uh, that's my favorite character in the whole movie. It's Dusty. Dusty. Mm-hmm. Dusty. Yes. The only reason I would get an OU hat is just to mimic him. <laughs> 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 just because I wanted it, like I'm going to Dusty for Halloween.
0: <laughs> Dusty was fantastic. I didn't realize you know when this came out. When when did Twister come out? Was it '96 somewhere in there? It
2: was definitely in the '90s. Yeah. So. so year.
0: I mean, I'm just, I'm just a kid at that. You know, I don't. He was a fantastic actor. He. he Mm-hmm. As I got older, he was one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool to go back and watch him in some of these really weird roles mm-hmm. <laughs> for somebody who's such a good actor. But uh, yeah, I, that was a that his character, him and Bill Paxton, just they, it was a really good duo in different. Ah, uh, oh,
2: Bill oh, his, Paxton. The, the, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I my favorite quote from Dusty is still
0: food. Oh, we got food. That.
1: We got food. we oh, got I'm food.
0: Excited. We yes. Here we go. Red meat. We crave sustenance.
2: Food. Food. food, food, food! Now, see, it's <laughs> even funnier that we mentioned it because we do, in fact, have a snack drawer at we the studio. We do, CDO.
0: and you'd be surprised—we um, are always looking for food. We are, as meteorologists, it's true. no matter whether we're chasing, whether we're at work, we are always looking. For food to meteorologist. be fair, I was
1: looking at food before I became a meteorologist. <laughs> so that's just who I
0: am. The Same
2: boy, yeah, me too.
0: But no, it is, it is, uh, that is a, I think it's kind of part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's there would be restaurants in Kansas and stuff that'll probably give discounts or that I know of that have given discounts to storm chasers. A lot of them will have paint on their windows. Storm chasers welcome during I'm, storm season.
1: I know that if we uh rolled into town. And one time, there was one time we were in a, out in western Kansas. We rolled into town once for lunch and then once for dinner. And someone came up to us like, are you guys like storm chasers? We're like, yeah, we are. And they're like, "Is anything happened? It's like, well, and then we had to sit there and explain the forecast, obviously. But um, it's nice because some of those smaller restaurants that, you know, don't get a lot of business is usually just local business. They get a little extra money pumped in from people who are looking to eat. So, yeah, it's definitely part of the culture.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I hmm um, One of the... Best lines, I think um, Adam from the movie. We were talking about this. You said the sniff in the dirt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sniff in the dirt, (laughs) and then what he says afterwards. Yeah. So I'm going to play this quote. This, this quote. There's actually some good science, um, not necessarily with the sniff in the dirt, but with what he says afterwards. What's up? Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, bus Greenage.
1: Uh, the sniffing the dirt part is my favorite because I did that as a prank to some of my coworkers yep. after my first semester. I picked up the dirt, sniffed it, and I threw it over my shoulder. And they were like, "What's that mean, Adam? Is it going to rain?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's going to rain." They're like, "Oh, you do that from all that?" And I'm like, "No, I looked at my app. I have my radar <laughs> app. Like,
2: it's coming." We have our CI proud to go weather app. Oh, the CI proud to
0: go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the cool thing is there is some good science about that. You know, green sky Mm -hmm. um, often is reported before tornadoes. Um, That is actually, for for those who are listening and want to know why, that's hail in the thunderstorms, scattering light to where it kind of puts off a green hue. Um, I saw this a couple—I've seen it a lot in Colorado and Wyoming because every storm out there has got hail. Um, Not all of them, of course, produce tornadoes. But out here where maybe you don't uh, get large hail as often— you know, those those are the storms that are probably going to be more capable. If you get a, if you're starting to talk about tennis ball sized hail, I could see that more often around at least in the Midwest, mm-hmm. uh, where those storms will actually carry a bit more of a tornado risk and how the further east you kind of go, where hail is a little less common. You know, you'd be like, "Whoa, there's a green sky more often than not that produces a tornado or something." So there's some good some that's actually some a good positive science moment
1: there. Yeah. I, I, mean, at uh, West, I remember when we were chased. Green, going green, all, most of the storms—they had some green somewhere in them, and that's mm-hmm. usually. I remember hearing hail on the roof. So,
2: I remember when I was little, I there was a really bad storm. We were supposed to go somewhere, and my dad was all flustered. I was like, "Dad, what's what's wrong?" He said, "The sky is green. I don't like that." I was like, "What is wrong with the sky being green?" Because that means it's going to be a tornado. Said, Ooh,
0: <laughs> let me just
2: peek my head out of the garage a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's it. And, you know, that's it. At the very least, if you see a green sky or, you know, green hue clouds with a thunderstorm, you're going to want to bring it indoors because at the very least it's going to get windy with some if, – if the hail doesn't hit you, it's going to get windy with some with some rain, and you'll get the RFD coming in. Um, worst case scenario, uh, you obviously get the tornado, or if it's coming straight at you, then you'll get the actual, get the actual hail. Yeah.
1: I don't mean to switch gears, but we were uh, talking about video games a second ago with Molly, Right, Red yep. their Redemption. Looks beautiful. Um, I'm a big video game guy. I, Chris, I think, is too. But I like dive into my video games usually after work. Um, that's how I usually spend my evenings. Um, but one of the games I was playing, uh, Tornado Jockey was one of them when I was a little kid, um, you get to actually play as the tornado and cause the damage and become from an EF-Zero... <laughs> all the way to, an, and at th- that time it was still at the F scale, yeah, at scale. The scale. So going all the way up to F5, and the F5 is huge, and it's wide, and it's got little mini tornadoes surrounding it, and if you hit certain power-ups, you get to shoot lightning, and I was like, this is very <laughs> inaccurate, but very fun. It, it gets pretty addicting. Uh, I I remember spending hours, and my goal was to make the most damage possible, and I feel like it's, now that I'm older, I'm like, it's kind of weird to have a game where you want to cause more havoc. But it was fun, and um, I did get to learn a lot about tornadoes when I was still in that stage learning more about them. So it's kinda it kind of throw fuel into the fire, a little bit of that learning stage. Um, one thing that Molly was talking about with the beautiful graphics and stuff, uh one thing I was talking with a friend a long time ago is I wish they made weather systems, like actual weather systems that we have in the atmosphere modeled out almost, like you could follow a mo- one of our storm models and do it that way through a video game. But that would be kinda hard. Again, it just takes a, a lot of computing power. That's, a lot of, computing that's a power. lot of That's
2: a lot of data, yeah. too. But that's just a
1: pipe dream that I want to live. That's a fantasy I want to have in video games. <laughs> it's like, oh, we have a cold front, and then immediately after we have our storms, You know, the next morning in that open-world game, it got cooler out.
2: But see, the thing is with that, first off, that would be the entire game because of all the computing power required. Secondly, all three of us wouldn't mind if that was the entire game. No. It's just, no, yeah. it just the models running. We'll
0: be like, let's play again.
1: Yeah. I, uh, that, I remember pitching that to a friend, and then I pitched the idea of a storm chaser. i like, we should have a storm chasing game. Like When we're not in the field, I found one yep. on Steam. It's yep. where you play as a storm chaser, and it is literally about storm chasing. It is a multiplayer game. Oh, boy. And you have radar, but it's right there on the front dash, so you don't have to keep you know trying to pull other stuff up. Um, I've seen some of the graphics. I'm not a big fan of it. But the concept
0: was what blew the concept my mind. is really I, cool. Yeah,
2: I think I've seen one of my friends from college play it, and the handling uh, is horrible. <laughs> it's got it,
0: room to grow.
2: It does have room to grow.
1: <laughs> it just—I thought it's an interesting concept because it's another. It's like almost taking that uh, chaser community and putting it into a virtual world. But
2: now are the power-ups associated with that food icons?
1: That would be awesome. See, I didn't go food, that deep into food loving. and
0: beer. Yes. Food. But the beer comes when you're done with a night. We exactly. Don't, yes.
2: Yeah, exactly. All right. Do we have anything else we want to add?
1: Uh, that's about all I was going to talk about. Uh, I can't think of anything else really important. I, right. just,
2: I just remember saying food whenever we wanted beer and wings. <laughs> food! food!
1: Music. We talked about music a little bit ago, and there's a lot of songs that are based off of uh, music, like Pennies from Heaven. That's literally about rain. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from Heaven. Um, it's a very fun song I remember from hearing as a kid, and uh, like you said, that tornado, that Texas tornado. Texas song. tornado. See, that, that's the thing. There's, uh, there is.
0: There, Luke Bryan's got one about rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey.
1: That's my favorite country song. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> it's my favorite country. That's a good song. Uh, I don't like a lot of country songs, but that's my favorite. But <laughs> it's weird how in the in uh, some of the media too, uh, weather comes out not just as music and songs or like ideas, but they also in movies are kind of like obstacles, you know, like a, or they're a mood setter. In uh, video games, are an obstacle or a mood setter, and in books like Storm Kings, it's more of a topic. I don't know. That was just me being all trying to be philosophical for a minute. And
2: How could we possibly forget about the original Storm in a movie, Wizard of Oz? Oh, we did. We did.
0: We dropped the ball.
2: Ah. That's no,
0: that was good though. I, that actually, that actually kind of frightened me as a kid.
2: Oh, the the sepia, black and white Bl- looking tornado rolling through yep. and.
1: And uh, speaking of media, social media has really upped uh, a lot of the people's uh, chances to see severe weather in places they normally wouldn't see it. I mean, a kid from California could probably watch video of a tornado happening two days ago in Texas.
0: Yeah, I was actually watching one. uh, We had some quiet weather here. Mm -hmm. And um, I was actually watching one that was ongoing in Cheyenne uh, through a storm chaser and... uh, I was watching it real time. It was quite cool to to do that.
1: Um, I mean, we've had times where we've had storms other places in the country, and you know about it because someone t- tweeted a picture of the damage, or they mm-hmm. tweeted a picture of uh, the the damage or the not the damage, but the storm itself. Um, I think social media not only has helped increase our knowledge of alerting it, but also the fact that these are events that happen because back in Storm Kings, back in the colonial times, no one was taking pictures. And now, they were p- taking pictures with their pictures, eyes. Mental pictures, yes. But now we can actually get the real photographic evidence that these storms existed, and this is what's happened. So I think it's cool to see how we went from photographs to now tweets and YouTube videos and people having whole social media accounts based off of just severe weather, um, whether it be them taking pictures or taking video while they're out and about.
0: It gives us a... And we can do a whole podcast on this about how technology oh, has advanced these... We the, absolutely
2: can. Uh, <laughs>
0: ...advanced the... Uh, the reporting and, and the accuracy of uh, tornado verification over the years. and yeah, So that'll be something that we should mm-hmm. uh, kind of tap into at a later date, probably as we get into storm season, because yeah. we're going to be probably talking a lot about these twisters before too long.
2: Uh, Adam and I are probably going to be playing rock, paper, scissors for who's going out and who's yeah. staying in studio for those storms. Can't or wait for that. I
0: can't play. i got to stay in the studio.
2: Um. Yeah.
0: That's unfortunate. <laughs> I I'm was sad. gonna. try I've got a to give, really big sad face for those.
2: I <sighs> was gonna too. try to give some positivity here. I, t- no. I it wasn't there.
0: It is. Well, I'm on radar duty. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, you know what? I live through uh, through yeah. the video, and I get all like I, every time we get you guys out there. I'm like, yeah, because as soon as I can see the storm, yeah, it's it's awesome for Even me. Even
1: when there isn't severe weather, when we're having winter weather, I mean, it's nice to have somebody out some there. Some eyes. Some eyes out
0: there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Our cameras are, you know, they're great. But eventually they get snowed over or they're pointing the wrong direction and
1: <laughs> Or they're in a spot where there's nothing
0: happening. <laughs> or they, they get happening. knocked
2: out by the wind. Or they get knocked yeah.
0: out by the wind. All right. Well, I think it's time to close this podcast out. And of course I'm gonna bring in another cheesy joke. You guys ready for it?
2: Oh, I can't wait. Let's do it.
0: All right. What is an optimistic vampire's favorite blood type? Be positive. Thank you.